Hello, welcome to the show. This podcast is called Comics, Whiskey, and Coyote, but we're only going to talk about comics. My name is Douglas Lang, I'm a Leo, and this project is the consequence of a comment about an offhand post I made about the TV show Loki. A friend of ours told Jennifer, my fiance, that they wondered what a podcast would be like where I talked about art, mythology, and the metaphysics betwixt them. I'm paraphrasing. Nobody talks like that. I can't remember the exact way it was put, but I'm sure my memory of it doesn't flatter the real quote too much. The very idea I would even think about doing a podcast became a fun joke at home, but a cute thought exercise to dream up millions overnight became what to name this show. I was distracting myself with said exercise while walking downtown Huntsville. I was thinking about this name for this hypothetical podcast that has this hypothetical audience of one person. Well, actually two persons because I'm a Leo, right? It must be commercially clever. It must be concise. It has to be this coyote I'm seeing right now in front of me. A very young and fuzzy coyote popped out from between a church and a bougie lawn belonging to an even bougier house. You know, the ones that spend money on brick fences called walls. It crossed the street right in front of me and picked up the pace as it entered a vacant parking lot. A plate of leftovers from the night before sat parked like a tiny UFO in the middle of this lot. If nothing else I've said is believable, the following will be incredulous. This savvy coyote pawed the plate of leftovers to discover the lid was on tight. What happened next took just one second of coyote calculus to execute. It hit the UFO like the fawns, watched it flip keel over deck once, and it landed right back how it was found. The hermetic seal of the lid popped open, releasing a culinary gift from last night's dinner course within. Then the coyote scooted the lid off and helped itself. I watched it snarf this delicious trash in seconds, only to ferry itself off further down the line. Whatever the show will be called, I determined, this coyote will be in it. The gods wrote this in the source code of the moment, and one mustn't sass the calculus of the gods. A month or so after I had this adventure with the coyote, Richard Overton's obituary popped up in my Facebook memories. Mr. Overton was a World War II veteran who began to smoke cigars when he was eight years old. He would put a little Tennessee whiskey in his coffee every morning upon maturity and always enjoyed some butter pecan ice cream before bedtime. Cigars, whiskey, and ice cream was the headline. The Washington Post reduced his life to solid bullet points for easier access to to the secret But this is something we've always done as Americans. We want to bottle all the ways death has counted coup on survivors of war and then try to sell it back as mere common sense. The novelty of this article turned obit was supposed to be so concise that the reader was led to believe that anyone can live on any vice so long as it does it in moderation. As if Richard Overton was building a tolerance to life. The piece was really about humility in the face of the cosmos belief that there is something behind the machinery of the universe that is interested in man's survival, living within your means, and that the very idea of American celebrity is probably a pyramid scheme. Anyway, my clever Facebook post I wrote to share this obituary went something like, Cigars, Whiskey, and Ice Cream sounds like the title of a collection of my haiku I'll write someday. Richard Overton was 112 when he passed away in 2018.
I like haiku. I'll never subject someone to my haiku, but I will subject anyone who will listen to the sound of my voice, which is a fair trade because I have an awesome face for radio. All of this was just a kind of cleverness to hide behind the fact that Mr. Overton's life has a sublime importance to me. Now, fast forward to the end of 2021 and I see articles validating Spider-Man No Way Home with saccharine requests for an adaptation of Craven's Last Hunt. George Perez announces his official, official retirement with sobering a grace. And after New Year's, Spiegelman's mouse makes the news in all the right ways for the wrong reasons. Once again, I felt some kind of calculus clicking somewhere out there. Craven's Last Hunt, George Perez, and Mouse are all in the news. That's a win, but I wish the circumstances were more casual. I would prefer them to be academic. The audience is being browbeat by superficial claims without context. We're this close to a a canonical list of comics, a poorly executed adaptation of a story that features mental health could ruin it. Merely classifying George Perez as a fan's artist could ruin it. Mouse not being taught in schools could ruin it. When I was a kid, I began collecting comics while Dutch Raygun and Mikhail Gorbachev were signing nuclear treaties for a real and lasting peace. Chernobyl was getting cleaned up and David Bowie hadn't told Bono to go to East Berlin yet. I bought Craven's Last Hunt with Christmas money from my maternal grandmother in 7th grade. I doubt she would have liked that I bought that, but I think she would have appreciated what I learned about mental health. I taught the first part of Mouse to 4th through 8th graders in an after-school art class. George Perez got me through the first two waves of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm in my early, very early, 40s. As I tape this, autocracy is rock-starring a historical pandemic. Superman 4 is no longer viewed as a nuclear protest movie, but measured by Rotten Tomatoes. Putin is holding Chernobyl hostage, and people are asking how to spell it. The action man is strung out on heaven's high, and Octoon Baby is at least 30 years old. So let's start a conversation about comics that will encourage people to look for art instead of an escape. Because when you read comics, you are never alone. I believe comics is an art form. I believe that superheroes are to the atomic age what medieval romances were to chivalry. Art provides a laboratory-safe environment to scrutinize the human condition and metabolize complex emotions. The comics we'll be talking about will go good with coffee. Black as midnight, sweet as sin, and stiff like the truth. The show is called Comics, Whiskey, and Coyote. But we're going to talk about comics because art puts hair in your chest. Thank you for listening.